been lounging, lounging with Skipper. <laughs> You've been lounging, lounging with Skipper. Yo, yo, yo. What's going on, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Lounging with Skip. You know, this podcast is about um, me interviewing people that are on their journey or in in their journey to being successful um, in whatever it is that that might be heading in on their path into the, within the entertainment industry. And because this is something that I'm familiar with, I said, why not? You know, get people together and uh, interview them about their story to bring inspiration to others that may be listening um, outside of L.A., in L.A., that may need that extra uh, boost of energy and that charge for them to keep going. So I welcome you all to another episode. Thank thank you for for sitting with me and lounging with me. this episode is pretty interesting because um, I was working on this movie and, you know, I told myself, I said, you know something, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to wear this, this case I had. I knew it was a black movie. Let me see, you know, if any, any noobs come out or whatever, anybody shows themselves. So I wore this hat, ended up meeting the, the, the producer. He's a new. So anyway, now we, we we talking, we cool, everything is everything is kicking it, whatever. And so uh, the next day, or maybe like two days later, I'm on set, I'm cutting this long days, and I said, you know what, I'm gonna leave and go to the shop, cut some heads, make this money, do what I can do, and I'll see y'all tomorrow. Well, when I'm here at the shop. Uh, about 9.30, they called me. My phone's blowing up. Like I'm like, man, they calling me. What's going on? They're like, Skip, we need you to come down to the set. You know, it's another actor showed up. He needs a haircut. I'm like, you know, in, in this business, you can't, you know, you can't, you can't, you can't get upset. Like, you can't, you have to look at every job that you get as a blessing, as an opportunity. So you take what it is and you roll with it. Because at the end of the day, the job will be over and you'll move on to something else. But you have to be in good spirits. You have to keep a good rapport with people. people. So, and do your job. So I said, no problem. I'll be there at 1030. Show up on the set. This brother, he's in in the chair. You know, he's just like, man, everything's been cool. Everything, I'm like, yeah, man. But I was so focused on trying to get him done because I know that I was on a time schedule and I saw all the hair he had on his head. (laughs) (laughs) And so I knew that I had to be focused to get the job done because I didn't want him walking out there with half a head cut. And, you know, he's looking at me like, damn, man, you, what's up, man? You, you jacked my head up. And then now he's on TV, you know what I'm saying, being looked at like that. So I didn't want to, so I was, you know, I was under pressure, but I handled the pressure of getting it done. Hey, So, yo. you know, uh, we finished, and, he, you know, he finished out his beard, whatever went. So anyway, boom, we go to the set. He does a scene. Come back. It's like, what, like? Midnight, you know, everybody's tired. It's been a long day. Now, he just got there. Now, his day was probably long as well, but on the set, it's been a long day. So, everybody's kind of just, you know, whatever, whatever. 
I see him walk up to the producer and they're talking, whatever, and I'm going in back into the trailer to get my clippers, whatever, and I throw the yo to the producer. Um, for those that don't know, that's that's part of the frat, whatever. Um, so I go in and get my, my clippers. I come out. He's like, hey, man. Uh, he said, hey, Newt, uh, you, you know Jason? I was like, nah. He's like, yeah, he's a new. I said, what? He said, yeah. I said, ain't this a... What? Are you serious? <laughs> and I knocked on his door. I think I knocked on it with the three. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if you noticed that. Not he at probably that didn't. Yeah. No, we knocked, knocked on it. Knocked on the door. And boom, we gripped up. And here we are. So um, I want to welcome Jason Mims, the actor. You know what I'm saying? Yo, here, yo. The director, writer, you know, producer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. On the scene. Yeah. And I thank you for showing up, brother. Appreciate I appreciate you. you. Yes, sir. Appreciate yes, sir. you, yes, Skip. Sir. Yeah, yes, man. Uh, um, that, that, was, that was that was definitely the intro. I mean, you know, it, yeah. you, you, you know what? And I, and I wasn't even mad, man. It, it, it was if, if anything, I wasn't even mad at you. Mm-hmm. You know, because uh, I talked to the uh, what was it, the AD, mm-hmm. uh, first AD. Mm-hmm. I, I spoke with her the day before. And I don't mean to throw it under the bus, but I would throw it under the bus mm. right now. But okay. I spoke to her the day before, and she said, you know, can you make it tomorrow? I was like, yeah, I can make it tomorrow, mm. you know, but mm. uh, I need a haircut. Mm. And I was like, because, you know, it was like the next day, right, and I'm right. like, you know, I got to get ready, you know. And, and especially, you, you know, you pull you pull that on a black barber on a Friday, you mm. know what I mean? You can't do no pop-ups, mm. you know what I mean? Mm. Like, hey, you know, mm. let me get a cut. They're going to be like, all right, yeah, you're mm. going to get one at 8 o'clock mm. tonight, mm. you know? Mm. And by that time, you know, they're going to be like, you come back at 8, they're going to be like, hey, man, it's full. Right. So uh, right. I was like, you know, all right, I, I need to get a haircut. Mm. She said, well, cool, uh, you don't need to do all that. We got a barber here on set. Okay. I said, all right, perfect. Mm-hmm. You know, she mm-hmm. said, so just come on by. <laughs> so she was like, we'll send out the call sheet, but uh, it may it may come a little bit, you know, later on. So, you know, you might have some time, you know. So I was like, all right, cool. So mm-hmm. when they sent it out, it said 9 p.m. And I'm mm-hmm. like, 9 p.m.? Mm-hmm. I was still kind of scratching my head. Like, man, I got some time that I could mm-hmm. get it cut on my own. Mm-hmm. But I didn't because I, I put in faith because she said. There's a barber on set. There's a barber on set. So by the time I made it there, I'm, I'm over there talking to him. like, yeah, so they told me to come early because I, I I guess because they wanted me to get my hair cut. That was, was at set. that was at 9 o'clock. Okay. So if they called you at 10. No, they called me at 9.30. Okay. Around 9, 9.15. I was going to say because I, I, I was there at like 9 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, yeah, so uh, where's Barbara? Mm-hmm. It, they went scrambling. Mm. And then that's when the call came, man. So when you came, man, I wasn't even, I wasn't even tripping, mm. man, because I was like, man, they they did this to themselves, but yeah. I just didn't want to be, I don't want to look like I right. was the Madonna there, you know. Because right. okay. I don't know if you remember, but I was like, uh, I said uh, you just flew in or something. I said yeah, I, yeah. Thought, I thought you just flew in town, like or something. I didn't know. Oh, that's why it was like nine o'clock. I wasn't. My mind was just so like. I just wanna just get this done and just move on man. to the next day. You know what I mean? I didn't mean? wanna hit you with so much hair too, Nuke. That was yeah. <laughs> it, it, I was like, man, because it was cause look, they sent me a picture of your hair. Oh uh, yeah. Before yeah. I showed up. And I was like, man, you that sweat. ain't that bad. I'm not, I was like, that ain't that bad. I mean, but when I got there, I was like, okay, yeah, it's you know what I'm saying, let's get this done. But then once she was like, yeah, I put some juices and berries in it, bring the curls like, down. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, all right, and oh, he yeah, came he back good. on the track, like, okay, yeah, he good. Yeah, you know what good. I mean? So 
give me like like let the people know, man. How what what is your beginnings? Where are you from? Yeah, man. I well, a quick little introduction. I'm uh, Jason Mims, the actor, the, the director, writer, uh, producer at this point. Um, from Chicago, um, and I started acting there uh, some years ago. Uh, that's where I really cut my teeth as far as getting into this industry. Uh, I started out as a kid, pretty much, uh, in a small theater in uh, Chicago. Like what, grade school? Uh, yeah, I was about 10 years old. Okay. You know, got my What's, first... What, what sparked your interest into wanting to do it? Man, you know what, man? I, I was getting in trouble in class, man, because I just couldn't stop, you know, being entertaining. Mm-hmm. You know, like all the rest of the kids, you know. Chicago, if you don't know, man, Chicago's a, a, a funny culture. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, we're going to roast you. Yeah, yeah, You know what I yeah. mean? Like, Jonah, you, 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 can't, you can't get past it. Yeah. You know, it's even... It's a part at, of the culture in the Midwest. It's a part of the culture. Mm-hmm. So it's like you either learn how to defend, you mm-hmm. fend, fend for yourself, mm-hmm. or, just, or you... You gonna or go just, down? I just roll with like, it and you, laugh too. You gonna get? You, you know gonna be yeah. made yeah. The, the mark for yeah. the rest of the you know yeah. the time you in grammar school, yeah. elementary school. So, so you was the jokester. So you so, was the Jonah. And inadvertently, because right. people were trying, you know, pick on me like you know, like it's sweet. So okay. I had to, you know, I had to let them know, like, hey, I come from a family of real strong, you know, funny uh-huh. people, man. Uh-huh. Like, uh-huh. nah, this ain't going down. Okay. And I started, you know, I started doing that. But outside of that, I was just one of these charismatic little kids man and, and my mom you know she she tricked me into going to act to an acting class mm. and that's what kicked it off man right. so like i really didn't want to get into this mm. but when i got in the business I, I fell in love and i knew at 10 i was like oh yeah this is what i'm trying to do because mm. uh i mean it was just one of those things that just made sense mm. it was like this is what i do in class and i didn't know it was a place for because it. it was like basically taking on a character or a role or something just kind of playing around but you realize you found a place where you can take on roles and characters and be looked at like, oh, great, you're doing so great. Right, you know right. I mean? I mean, well, you know what? I mean, I was super imaginative, mm. man. Like, I, I used to really, you know, like all the rest of the sketch comedy shows growing up, I used to watch that stuff. So, mm. like, in Living Color, mm. uh, you know, Mad TV, and then yeah, a little bit of the SNL, but, you know, like, most of those variety sketch comedy shows, like, I was, I was glued to that. Mm. You know, all the Eddie Murphy Definitely stuff. Co- yeah. You know, all of that stuff going on, you know, during that time, it was hitting, and I was like, I was on it, and I would go and mimic all that stuff in school. Mm. So they was like, oh, we got we got to do something with this. And so, so, they, so you went into the theater, age 10. Went into the theater. Do you, do you remember what your first play was? Raising in the Sun. Mm. Raising in the Sun was my uh, my first play, and I played Walter Lee, which was uh, Sidney Poitier's role. And, like, the, the family didn't know how serious I would take something, you know. So when I got there and I took on this character... And they were looking at me like, oh, are you, are you serious? You know what I mean? Like, oh, this is this is really going to work, you know? So they knew it when I knew it. Like, oh, yeah, he's he's really trying to do this. And so from there, I was uh, working. I was at the Chicago Theater Company. It's a small theater company where Robert Townsend, he was uh, there. He did a lot of work. Uh, Irma P. Hall, which was the grandmother for Soul Food. Okay. Uh, Sharif Atkins, he was on ER, you know, during the 90s, really booming during that time. Uh, they went to the same school. T- t- yeah, it was a small theater company, you mm-hmm. know. So it's it's only two major black theater companies on the south side of Chicago, surprisingly, mm-hmm. and that was Chicago Theater Company and ETA. That was in the earlier years, mm-hmm. as it you know started getting you know further into the '90s and you know into the early 2000s. More st- really started making a name mm-hmm. to being a home for uh, black theater. But mm-hmm. yeah, I was there, and it, and it was a small little basement, you know, of a mm-hmm. theater. 
And I stayed there for like the next 10 years, you know what I mean? Just basically honing your craft. Honing my craft. Now, now tell me, you say you're from, you're from Chicago. What, from part, what, part of, what part of Chicago? Already, you know, Southside. Man. Okay, Southside, man. Southside. I know a lot of folks from the Southside. Well, I know yeah. one of my homeboys from college, man, he's from the Southside. Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, I was, I was over there, you know, just pretty much putting in that work. And, and then I went off to school. Uh, what, 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 uh, what high school did you go to when you was in Chicago? Uh, Mount Carmel. Okay. So it was actually. Uh, the, the school that uh, Donovan McNabb okay. uh, went to school at and uh, Antoine Walker, they actually went around, I think around the same time too. Mm. So uh, it was like a huge sports school. So it wasn't it a was spot for me, okay. <laughs> yeah. okay. but okay. I was there and I was killing it because it was a lane at okay. that point. You know, okay. everybody was, the school was known for its sports, but like you, but football so and basketball. were you in theater at the school? I was. Okay. Reluctantly too, because I, you know what I mean? It was, it was an all male uh, high school, okay. you know, Catholic high school. So that's supposed to be, you know, mm -hmm. the upper echelon of, you know, mm -hmm. school and then stuff. So we were there and uh, yeah, man, like black kids didn't do the, yeah. Didn't do the theater, right. you know what I mean? Right. And I didn't want to be the black kid that was out there doing it, you mm -hmm. know. It was like because it was it was it was a lot of white kids who did musicals and things like that. Mm -hmm. So they did those type of plays, and I'm like, man, I'm cool with it, but that's not my vibe. The musicals and everything, you ain't gonna get Jason up there Yo. singing and dancing. It. Yeah, so you same. know, yeah, yeah. I, I was just I was that type of person. Like I'll do the dramatic roles, but I, I'm not a singing and dancing type right, dude. Right. But uh, it was this one play that came up and. Um, Everybody knew I was funny. So they was like, man, do this play. I'm like, man, this play ain't even funny like that. Mm. And I wasn't even trying to do that, but walked into that one, created an opportunity, and uh, man, the school was loving. And what, and what they, play, the play was called what? That was Of Mice and Men. Mm, I remember that. You remember that one? Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, and I, and I played the character. He, he I, wasn't, for, I forgot what it was about, but I remember reading it in high school. It, it, it's it's kind of really... Uh, Really sad story, mm. you know, but it's it's still cool. It's a mm. it's a good you know it's good material, but uh, it it, it had some up and down parts on there that was you know. Mm -hmm. Anyway, it was a good. Didn't, it, wasn't it, it was like good. some older like some some giant or some. Like yeah, it was a guy who was kind of like uh, a bigger he, dude. Or yeah, something. he he was, but he was a little slow. Yeah, and that's yeah, that's yeah, basically yeah, what it was, yeah, you know. And and I forget how the story ends yeah. or whatever, but it kind of really showed like how he had a uh, a special. Kind of a affliction with him, but yeah, I, yeah. it's been so long since I've it, it has, man. I haven't, I haven't seen that play since I did it in high school, mm -hmm. which was some years ago. But so, uh, so you graduated from high school. Graduated um, from high and school. Then you went off to college. Went to went to school what, in school Atlanta. Went to, went to mm -hmm. Clark Atlanta University. Clark Atlanta. Shout out to uh, Clark Atlanta. Clark Atlanta. That's the school. You know, I was interested in going to that college. Uh, when I went off, when I was about to head off to school, I ended up going to Lincoln University in Jefferson City, Missouri. That's right. That's so Clark Atlanta. That's a school where you can either lose your mind mm. or actually, you know, gain one. You know, <laughs> put it like that. Like, yeah, man, it was uh, it was eye opening, man, because uh, you know it's the AUC. Mm. So for many people who don't know what that is, it's like every black person you've ever known in life congregating in one little mm. little hub. And that, like, from 18 to 24 years old. Wow. And then you got a lot of other people who coming back, you know, just to be around that atmosphere. But wow. pretty much, it's like, it's the, they call it the Black Mecca for mm. a reason. And, um, you know, you had Morehouse, you had Spelman, you had Clark Atlanta University. And Morris Brown had just kind of, like, ran his course because, you know, they lost their accreditation during that time. But, um, you know, that was still, you know, part of that little area, too. But pretty much it was those three schools and then you had a lot of the neighboring, you know, schools of Atlanta, like uh, Georgia Tech and Georgia State. Wow. So, yeah, it, you know, it, it's a college town, but, you know, it was, 
it's crazy, man. Yeah. It, but it was love, man. I, I, I definitely, you know, enjoyed that experience too because, you know, that's that was a, a moment in time where I really got a chance to start to build on what I knew. Folks need to understand. Like I tell, I tell people, you know, especially high school kids, you got to go off to college. Got to. You have to go off to college to really experience college. Well, the day I graduated from college, I remember I seen these, uh, you know, younger, like, you know, I don't know, freshmen, sophomores, whatever, on yeah. the yard. And I said, I told them, I stopped them. I said, man, I said, listen, I'm about to graduate. I said, but I don't remember nothing I learned in the classroom. I said, but I do remember that I learned, I do remember learning whether or not, you know, decision making. Yeah. I said, college is about decision-making skills. Right. What are you going to do in these particular situations? Do you go to this party? Do you Okay, like if you don't have any clothes clean and you know you got class tomorrow, do you go to this party tonight or do you stay in and wash clothes or do you go to the party, come back from the party, wash clothes, try to see if you can wash clothes, but then you may go to the party, come back, and you may pass out and wake up in the morning and not wash clothes. <laughs> yeah. Now, do you go to school? Do you go to class wearing the same clothes you just wore yesterday? Or do you, you know what I mean? Like, it's all these different decision-making skills. Yeah. That's what college, you know, builds up in a person. That's why sometimes when, when you get your degree, jobs only hire you if you got a degree. Yeah. Because they want to know that you're able to make decision-making, you know, uh, uh, um, and, and, you know what I'm saying? And that, you have decision-making skills yeah. in an organized environment. That's what college is about. Yeah, but you know what? That's a, that's a simple uh, way to, uh, I guess, you know, a simple example or a simple way to kind of break that down, mm -hmm. man. You, you get way more challenges than that, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Especially mm -hmm. when you got um, all of these young women mean at this point yeah. running down. It was called the promenade, man. Look, mm -hmm. just to get from your dorm to class, it's a, it's a fashion show. But you got to make it in the building, you know, while you're still watching the fashion show. You now become see, a part of now it. see, it's different. Okay, so that's how it was at yeah, Clark? Yeah, that's how it was. Now, you leave, so you leave the dorm. You leave the dorm, and you got to, like, it's, it's like you have to make it to class, mm. or you might not make it to class. Wow. Like, you could get, you, you, you could really get detoured that hard. <laughs> like, you just walk out, like, oh, my God. Like, you know, and it's one of those things. You're going to wow. sit out there for hours. Yeah. People flunked out, man. You know, like, yeah. they, they, they couldn't make it just past the first semester, man. Listen, listen, listen. I remember first, my, I remember, no, I remember my second, my third semester in college. I remember um, I was hanging out. I was, no, I'm tripping. I had an evening class. I okay. got dressed. Was leaving the dorm. About to walk to class. I had like a five o'clock class. I'm walking out the dorm. I see his cats in the car. Hey, Skip. Come here. I'm like, what's up, baby? You want to smoke? I'm like, all right. Get in the car. Next thing you know, I'm in there smoking with him. You know what I'm saying? I go to class. Man, I went to class. I was high as hell in Loud class. Loud as hell. I'm sitting there like just tripping. And that's what led that to this very day. I never smoked in Before the daytime. Class. In the daytime. <laughs> in the daytime, I never smoked, man. Unless I'm done with my day and I'm at home and I know I got nothing to do the rest of the day. From that experience. Because I was kind of like, I thought I could handle it. And when I got in class, I was so, in the, it was the teacher. He knew I was high. I had to turn in a paper. He looked at me. I felt ashamed. You know what I mean? Felt ashamed. It was a black guy. It was a black teacher. You know what I mean? It was an older man. And later on, y'all bonded and smoked together again. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I didn't do that. But 
But I think I went home. I think I went to the door when I like fell asleep. But I, I yeah. remember just waking up saying, you know, nah, I ain't doing that no more. But it let me know that class, once again, decision making skills. I could have been like, nah, I'm good, y'all. Yeah. And then just went on to class. But I was like, yeah, nah, I'm cool. And I went in. So to, you know, the youngsters out there listening right now, you know what I'm saying? Y'all want to go to college. Y'all in college right now. Make better decisions. You know what I'm saying? But if even if you do make the wrong decisions, those decisions can make you become a better person, a better man, a better woman. A- absolutely. I mean, you know, but but take the time to, uh, I guess, you know, fully immerse yourself into it, though. Of course. You know, and, and, and make mistakes. Mm-hmm. Of course. Uh, I feel like, you know, to, I mean, just to bring it home, I mean, that was the place where I actually identified more of the life skills that I have now mm-hmm. that pretty much put me on a career path where it's like, all right, you know, you, you said a lot of stuff as a kid, but this is where you either going to do it or not. Mm-hmm. You know, the mm-hmm. model of our school... Uh, is uh, pretty much find a way to make one, mm. and so that's that's really what you know became the the fiber of what I, I, I run through with a lot of stuff because that's what broke ground for this opportunity that you know I, I have going right now. I got a show. Mm-hmm. Well, um, yeah, we're definitely gonna get to that. We're gonna get to but, that. But but you know, I mean, mm-hmm. just to touch on that, you know, like I, I learned a lot, you know, from some of the professors there. One of them really pretty much pushed the envelope on me to try and do new things. I, mm-hmm. I knew I was gonna be an actor. Mm-hmm. I knew I was there to act. Mm-hmm. But I was in, what was it, my fr- freshman year, mm-hmm. and I had a, an assignment to write. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, you know what I mean? This is, this is an assignment. I'm not really kind of, you know, shying away from the challenge. But I'm like, you know, I, I don't really, this ain't my lane, but, you know, why not? I'll give it a shot. Mm-hmm. Man, I, I it was a simple assignment just to do something cool. It was like, you know, something with two characters having a moment. I don't know what it was. Mm-hmm. But it ended up being like a like a ten to twelve page script that I handed her in. Mm. She only wanted like a, a, mm. a couple pages, and you know, you know, it just got good to me, you mm. know. And, and you kept writing. And I was like, damn, you know. So then I come back to class, and she's like holding up mm. my paper mm. and asking me, you know, what's this? Mm. And I'm like, what you mean, what's this? Mm. She was like, well, let me read it to the class, and read the whole thing out. And I'm looking back like, man, damn, I wrote that, but. Had it not been for a teacher like that, who pretty much, after that point, she became, you know, someone in my corner. Mm. Shout out to uh, Professor Alexander Thomason, if she's uh, listening, watching. Mm. Uh, but she she pretty much was, like, in my corner to tell me, like, you need to do this. Mm. And if it wasn't for that, I, I remember, like, some of those things when I started getting ready to, you know, write this show that I put together now. You thought about all that. I thought about all that because it, it, one of the things she left me with is, if you're waiting, you're creating. Mm. If you're waiting, you're creating. Mm. So there's, there's there's no waiting, basically. You mm. know what I mean? Like it, there's no in between time where you're like, all right, I'm not on you know TV, I'm not in a commercial, I'm not on you know stage, I'm, you know I'm not in any of that stuff. You're still creating. You have to keep yourself in a creative zone. Like you're you're an artist. Mm-hmm. So, like, use your artistry in different ways while you're waiting on the opportunity. Mm-hmm. And like my school says, create the opportunity. Mm-hmm. So, like, all this stuff, man, if it wasn't for some of that being in the, you know, the, the back of my mind, the fiber of it, I pretty much, you know, I pretty much would have been a, a unilateral dude, man, where it's just like I'm just running it one lane mm-hmm. and, and until I smack something, you know, and who knows when that day would be. Well, you know, you know what I'm saying, uh, like minds think alike and we know that that ain't you yeah to be on that because that ain't me exactly and so that lets me know about this point i'm about to bring up now okay how'd you end up landing on hell day 
Oh, how did I get? Okay, so. So he was on Hell Day, y'all. Yeah. I want y'all to know that. The, 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 and that's crazy, for, too. For those that forgot what Hell Day was, that's when the little midget would walk out with a little small person, would walk out with the with the hell, the devil outfit on yeah. and all that. He was on that show. So, yeah, talk about that. Man, that's funny. Uh, so, I, yeah. I, another, I used to watch that show. I watched that show. Man, but you know what? That's another funny moment where. The opportunities, man. You have to you have to identi identify the opportunities because you might not know and see where they're gonna come. Because mm -hmm. sometimes they start out and they look so small. Mm -hmm. And uh, it kind of goes into what uh, James Earl Jones said about Star Wars when he did the voiceover for Star Wars. You heard about that? No, nah, I don't know. So he did the voiceover for Star Wars, and I think uh, he got I forgot he got like a small amount. He just said, "Just give me that," because I think he was thinking about his rent. Yeah. He wasn't thinking about no back-end money or whatever. He just wanted to do the voiceover job for this character as Darth Vader. Give me the money so he can pay some rent. The Damn. movie ended up blowing up. I know that. I know that. Because he looked on a piece of paper. <laughs> he thought that it was just something small yeah. to do. But it ended up becoming something huge. So go on back to you. Man. And so, you know, I, I wasn't in James Earl Jones' time because he wouldn't have got a text message like I did. But, uh, mm. like, I got, a, I got a random text message, man. Like, I'm... I'm I'm, I'm mad at this point because it's my senior year. Yeah. And I mean, I got crazy credits that I had to finish up because, you know, for some reason, you know, I put some off from sophomore year and like all of this was coming back to Bible. So I had 19, I had a full load, like 19 credit hours I had to finish. Uh, I was, uh, at that point, I was pole mark of my chapter, GK. Mm -hmm. uh, and shout out to the noobs. Shout out to the noobs. Yo. So uh, I was pole mark. We were also putting together a line, mm -hmm. and we had a um, a pageant that we was doing for Mr. K.A. side. Mm -hmm. uh, pretty much, we were getting ready to turn the yard over to the new boys because mostly everybody's about to graduate. Right. So I'm like, I'm, I'm mad, man. I ain't got a chance to do much. And um, by that time, I was doing a play too. Mm. I was doing a play too, and it was fences. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. this is crazy. Like everything's all pulling on me. And random text message, somebody hit me and was like, you want to be on a dating show? And I'm like... So it was a random text man, message. I still don't know to this day who the hell sent me that text. Really? If you know who you are, please <laughs> tell me who you are so I can put a name in your face right. at this point in my wow. life. But So uh, I, I was just like, man, all right, forget it. What's the what's the worst thing? I ain't been on TV. I ain't done nothing, man. Mm -hmm. I'm hot, you know, so I was like, I ain't done anything. And I need to get out here and get my face in. So Hell Day was your first time on TV. First time. Well, you know, it wasn't my first. Well, was it TV? First time on TV. But I had done, um, uh, I had an extra role that I got cast in before. Oh, uh, Roll Bounce. Okay. Little movie with Bow Wow and Brandon uh, T. Jones. What scene for those? Man, that I was just posted outside of the uh, okay. skating rink and everything. Okay. But, but you can see me. You, you can, can see me. You can see me. You can see. And a couple people saw me at Clark the next okay. year too. Okay. Like you okay. know. Okay. But uh, but but Hell Day was the but first. But Hell Day you, was yeah. first when yeah. I kind of really yeah. broke TV okay. and. Yeah. Um, I went in there just was, to be a was, dater. That was a good show, man. I was just gonna be in there for for a dating position. And they called me back. Was like, hey man, can you do something else? Like, can you? We see you writing theater on your your application. Can you can you act? I'm like, man, hell yes, mm -hmm. yes I can act. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Are you funny? Hell yeah. Mm -hmm. What 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 do you ask me? Mm -hmm. So they was like, man, we got another show. Let me uh let me see if you want to put that so, down so, real quick. So the dating show was something else. No, the dating show was the same as what they were trying to hide at that point mm -hmm. as something else. Okay. You know what I mean? So okay. they were like, 
okay, yeah, we got this other show. Step in the back room. We're going to see if you can do this. So I auditioned right there for the uh, the producers. And uh, I guess she was the casting director at the time, too. Um, yeah, so I auditioned for, with her. Mm-hmm. They were like, oh, yeah, this is this here. Mm. Let's go ahead. Cast. Don't worry about that other stuff. We want you on this. Mm. And after a while, man, they were blowing up my phone. Like, hey, man, we want you on the show. I'm like, look, man, I don't even know what the hell this show is. You, so you pulled was, me in the back so, room. So and no said, filming done yet. No, it, they, 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 well, no, not for the show. No taping right, of the right, show right, yet. Right. But it was just like they put me on film to audition. Okay. And I'm back there doing all type of craziness and everything. Yeah. And uh, they were like, yeah, we, we want to uh, cast mm. you for the show. I'm like, hey, sir, I'm going to need you to tell me what the hell the show is. Because mm. at this point, you know, we're in Atlanta. Mm. You know what I mean? You take me in the back room talking about, you know what I mean? Right, make us right, laugh. Right, right. I don't know what this is, right, man. Right, I'm not. I'm not right, signing nothing. Right, I'm good. Right, 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 so they was like, "Look, man, we gotta calm you down, man. Right, like, you, right, you too. Right. You too heavy." Because it's like, man, we ain't trying to hear that bullshit. It, what is this? So they had. They, they were trying to mask the identity because if they let that out, if the whole gag of the show is out. Mm. If, if the name goes around town, they cast him for hell day. Then people gonna know. Okay. They gonna be on hell day. Gotcha, so, gotcha, gotcha. so that's that's how that happened, and it was funny, man. After that, man. They did and didn't give us a lot of love, you know. I got a lot of, you know, uh, roles for that season. It was the second season. How many episodes were you in? I want to say I was in like 10 or 12, 10 to 12 episodes. That's a good amount. Yeah. So, and I mean, they they were loving it. But they cut the season. Was this show airing once a week? Was it once a week? It it was. It was like, but they had a new format, so they kind of. The, the 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 ratings weren't that great. They didn't really like the way the new format was because really? the previous one was just one date with another uh, hell dater, and this one was like three hell daters versus one date, and she had to kind of do a, an eliminate type situation. Hmm. So they they were not feeling. Yeah, that. they weren't feeling the second season, but they were feeling us. But the the network was like, ah, we ain't getting good, good ratings from the first time. So, really? Yeah, they ended up chopping the season as far as the way they aired it. Mm. They played half the summer and then through the rest, like in December, at like two and three in the morning. So really? Yeah. So they, they kind of played this a little. Hey, I, hey, you know what? I watched the show. Yeah, man, I, I appreciate I, the support, I, I, man. I you and the show. other six people that I watched the show, they, <laughs> you know what I mean? Y'all, I enjoyed. <laughs> I enjoyed the show. I thought the show was cool because, um, I guess for me, just seeing. Knowing what the the kind of show it was, and I mean, back then at that time they had the eliminate. Yeah, yeah. They had the, the what's it the, the the fifth wheel. Right. You know what I mean? So it kind of this was the urban version of those shows. Exactly, exactly. You know what I mean? So um, so okay, boom. Now after that, you know, you were on that show. Now what? Now you're on TV. Man, that, now that's people that see you're like, oh, I'm not seeing you on TV. Now what do you do? That, that's funny, man. That's exactly what I felt like. You know, now what? Mm-hmm. You know, because mm-hmm. uh, after that happened, you know, I'm expecting, you know, the TV guys to just open the doors and, you know, I'm about to be on. You know, I'm good, you know. But then I soon found out this was BET. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Only a select group of people watch it, you wow. know. And it's like, maybe, maybe you get somewhere, maybe you don't, mm-hmm. you know. So... I kind of, I kind of just floated into the abyss. I mean, I went back to the crib and um, I was, I was working doing some commercials and everything uh, at at home in Chicago. In Chicago, mm-hmm. but because uh, I had just graduated at that time, I was, I was, I was a new, I was a graduate. I was broke, and you know the TV show, and yeah, and the TV show had ended. So I was like, you know, I need to figure out what to do. Now, what year was this? This was, this was ten years ago, man. This was 08. 
So, but I could have sworn I was seeing yeah. on Hell Day like 2011. I, I bet you you could have sworn, cause I mean, if you if you did see it, you know, I don't know how it may have been rerun somehow, but but yeah, they, you know, I, I still don't know where all the episodes are. I mean, one day hopefully y'all could give me the rest of my episodes, but uh, when when Sustos, okay, so. The business-wise of that, when stuff like that airs, do you get? Did you get paid for the man, streaming? We're not gonna touch on BET right no, now, man. We're gonna okay. leave that. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna we gonna leave BET with BET. We're gonna leave BET with BET. We're gonna leave BET with BET is right okay. now, man. Okay. Like, uh, yeah. yeah so let's let's just saying. say, like, ideally, that's the way television Close works. Right, right. Yes, right. I would get royalties or resi- residuals for, 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 for that. But uh, it didn't work that way. It it didn't not well. But you know what though? It, it, it was a, it was a good look. So it was a good. It was now, a great look. And that was ten years. That was ten years ago. It was ten years ago. Now, what led you to say, you know what? I need to move to L.A. Man, you know what? Coming from the Midwest, it it gets to a point, man. All the people back at the crib are talented, yeah. super talented. Yeah. I know a lot of people right now. Some funny comedians. Uh, my homegirl. And a couple other people that, you know, shout out to Delisa uh, Laird and, um, damn, I, I didn't ruin her name. Lisa Laird. She don't know. I didn't put a, her government out there now. But I I go I go back, way back hey, from you. See, hey, hey, this, see, this, this see you got to right let here. me have that one. Right, this real right You got to let me oh, have that one, man. We grew up It together. is what it is, right. You know, uh, and then, you know, I want to just shout out Mike Sam, too, because I see him doing stuff, too. Mm. Uh, I know, man, the crib is super talented. Yeah. And I ain't saying, you know, I don't want to just throw out those two names and, and forget about everybody else. I know everybody else is super talented back home, too. But, um, like, we work, man, but we get to a point where I feel like you have to test it, man. You can't just it's say like, talent is enough. It's like your head begins to beat the ceiling. It, it, like, it, damn, it, I gotta get... It, it does. I gotta open this ceiling up it and does, just man. see just where I can go. And, and, and honestly, I feel like if you believe in yourself that much... You owe it to yourself to go ahead and put it all on the line. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's nothing more gratifying than to see, you know, yourself taking exponential jump from where you thought you were, like, from where you were to where you want to be and actually see yourself get there. I mean, so so many people, like I said, are talented in a pool of talented people, but... You got to get to the point where you say something crazy. Like, I believe I'm better than every one yeah, of you all. Yeah. And I'm going to be better yeah. than everyone else over here mm-hmm. who are like, you, who we see now. Mm-hmm. And it's not the fact that you, you know, you you trying to shit on somebody else. No, not- it's just the fact that you believe in yourself yes. that much, man. Yes. And I yes. got to that point, yes. man. I was like, man, I'm going I'm to put it on the table, man. Yeah. Like, I believe in myself that much. I'm going to go and, hell, I'm going to be a movie star. Mm-hmm. And... I packed it all up, man. No, no, okay. Now. Literally. Now. When did that idea in your head pop up to say, I'm leaving? Nah, oh, man, you getting, you getting deep. Oh, no, this that. is deep. This is deep because I, I know the feeling. You getting deep. I remember the feeling. Um, To be honest, man, I, I, I hit a, a, a roadblock mm-hmm. where a few things happened. And it was just like, you know, God gives you signals. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, it was just... Bumping one thing after another. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was two years me being out there and I was working with my father and uh, he's an electrician. Mm-hmm. And uh, man, I just saw my life go into electrical mode. Like, I just was like, I, I had a really good, great time bonding with my father. It was excellent. But um, 
it was it was one thing that kind of hit me the most, man, and, it, and it, it it hurt me, but it inspired me at the same time. My father would brag on me every time we'd be with new contractors. He'd be like, "You don't know my son? My son's on TV. You know what I mean? Like, my son's on Hell Day." And I'm like, "Man, stop <laughs> telling everybody that, man. You ain't sitting with a little man come out. He's on Hell Day." And I'm like, "Damn it, man!" But I would watch him light up, mm. telling other people that. Mm. But I'm in this damn construction outfit, you know what I mean, beat up clothing, plaster and drywall dust and, you know what I mean, like just messed up clothing and, I, I, and I'm looking so it's like, like... It's kind of, look, you kind of, kind of feeling like, damn, am I, am I, am I putting my all into what I could be? And in, he, in a sense. He's, he's, he's throwing me out there like it's, I'm the best to him. But am I being the best to me? In a sense, yeah, man. That, like, the way I was looking at it is, like, when the person he's bragging to would yeah. look at me, yeah. they didn't see an actor. They right. saw a right, right. construction, in the, in you, know, you know, electrician, you know. Right. So I was looking like, damn, you mm. know what I mean? Like, even if they, even if I wanted to believe mm. what you're saying, mm. I can't even believe what you're saying because I don't look a, like yes, yes. an actor yes. right now. And I was like, damn, you know. So... But the feeling of that also inspired me because I'm like, man, if my, if my father felt that way, mm. even though I look like this, mm. if I still can make you feel and you see that, I got to see it. Mm. And I was like, you know what? I got to keep that feeling for mm. you mm. because the way you bragging, mm. I don't want you to stop. Mm. So I was like, man, like I'm about to go ahead yeah. and I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm going to do it. Yeah. I'm like, man, because... Wow. The way you look at me and revere me wow. in this position right here, yeah. I gotta make sure that happens, mm. and and I, I can't let that feeling go away. And um, I put in too much at that at that time, man. I've been doing it for ten years. I was like, man, you know, I, I can't stop here. You know, mm. like you just go to school, come back, and now what? You gonna post up at the cribs? So I was right. like, nope. Right. Like get your bags ready, man. And I, and literally, man, it, it got serious, man. I, I just I was just on some crazy man stuff, man. I went in the in the room. It's like, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave next year. You know what I mean? And it was like September at that time. Mm -hmm. No, actually, it was probably about like August, mm -hmm. July, August mm -hmm. at that time. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna leave. Mm -hmm. But like I said, man, not paying attention. You know, God start talking with you, mm -hmm. and um, I didn't put a date on that. Mm -hmm. You know, and I ended up getting sick. Mm -hmm. I ended up getting sick with uh, a stomach condition, man. Mm -hmm. Like uh, I found out. And only later what I find out is actually a food allergy, but it, it got so bad, it, you know, it's like an autoimmune like thing where my stomach starts like attacking food and I can't eat mm -hmm. and it swell up and I had to go to the hospital. I'm like, man, I don't know what's wrong with me. And I just got to the point where I'm like, man, I feel like I might check out and die. And I damn near did because I, I got to a point where my blood pressure dropped so low. I'm sitting in this hospital bed and I'm like, damn, God, is this it? Like, mm, I'm like, I'm about to check out, you know what I'm saying? Off of, for real? Off of not eating food and like just starving to death. I'm like, man, so I was just, <laughs> I mean, I got, man, I'm in a hospital gown, man. I stood up with my ass hanging out and everything, man. And I just got real with God. I was like, God, straight up, mm. for real, it's me and you. And I mm. think it was some other man in the other room too. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like they had the little curtain mm -hmm. pulled, yeah, but yeah. I heard him hacking and coughing. So I was like, man, it's me, you, and whoever my man's is mm -hmm. over here. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I'm going to just come to you right now, and I'm going to tell you, I'm going to do whatever you want me to do. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm for real with it. Mm -hmm. Like, I I'm, I know you could have, you know, took me the other night when I came in here, mm -hmm. but you didn't. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to be real with you. 
I'm gonna I'm I'm get it together and I'm gonna go to Hollywood, like whatever we gonna do. Mm-hmm. And I like for real, after that moment, mm-hmm. I got so real with God. Mm-hmm. I said, this is about to happen. I got, I got nutty. It just became nutty. I told my parents, I sat down, I said, hey, look everybody. I'm out. I know what y'all about to say. I'm leaving. I don't have no plan. They're like, what kind of plan? What, what is that? Like, that's, that doesn't sound good. I'm like, hey, let me stop you right there. I know what you're about to say. I know it's stupid. It's real stupid. Mm. I'm going to figure this out. You know what I mean? I'm going to just go ahead and jump. I'm going to wait for God to put the safety net down at the wow. bottom. Because I don't, I don't know what's yes, happening. Yes, yes, and yes. I honestly, like, I, I, I said to myself, like, I don't have any money. Like, how the hell am I going to yes. get out mm. there? I don't have rent. I don't have nothing. I don't mm. even know where I'm going to stay. Mm. So... I came up with the idea like how black people do back in the uh, day. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do a rent party. But mm-hmm. it wasn't a rent party. It was going to be a going away party. Okay. And I said, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to uh, send out all these little invites to everybody okay. and tell them, hey, thank you for believing me. Mm-hmm. I need you to believe in me a little deeper. Mm-hmm. Bring $25 over here and mm-hmm. we're going to toast it up. And uh, y'all going to send me off to California. Mm-hmm. And uh, man, But you know, I had to do it like the way the news do. So my mm-hmm. mom was like, mm-hmm. we about to do this in the art gallery downtown. Wow. And then I was like, you know, uh, I'm going to sponsor some hors d'oeuvres. So you did it all like that. I I did it up, bro. I did it up. And then they all came through. That's good to have that support. And bless me. Okay. That's good. And later on that year, uh, well, later on, right after that, after I got the money, I went home and I bought the plane ticket for July 27th. Mm. That was when AirTran had a cheap ticket for (laughs) for that. And uh, What year was this? This was, this is, man, you don't have me shout out how long I've been out here. I'm trying to keep my A's on the grass. No, but they already probably, uh, they didn't already <laughs> figure this out. Like, you graduated when? Uh, right, right, right. 2011. Okay, uh, okay. So, 2011. See, because I came out 2010. March 2010. So yeah. Okay. So, yeah, funny thing, man. You know, I just went out there and. Uh, and you came out, what, what month in 2011? January. January, January 27th. And, uh, January 27, 2011. Wow, man. Yep. I and remember. I remember that that period. I was living with this this uh, Hispanic lady in this house in uh, San Fernando. Yeah. Five fifty a month um, for a room house. I, yeah, I know them prices. I was there. Yeah. I was definitely there. So so okay, boom. You out here? You you come out here? Did you drive? Nah, nah, nah. You, you I, flew? I got, yeah, I got a plane. See, like I drew. I drove. Yeah. I drove out here. Me, it was me and three of my homeboys. They trailed me, you know, okay. saying, out here. Yeah. And uh we just made it made it a road trip. Yeah. Three and a half days. Got out here and my cousin, she let me come in and sleep on the couch for two months. But you come out here January twenty seventh, two thousand eleven. Now what? So <laughs> That's when the real grind. That's that's when the real pledge started happening right there. Yeah. So uh, yeah. I, <laughs> all that money I got from all the family, thank you everybody. The first day of month, that shit was blown. I was like, oh god, and, and it was started. It started dwindling before I left Chicago, yeah. and I couldn't say nothing. You know, by the time I made it out there, you know, everybody's so happy. You made it. You made it. And I was like, yeah, I made it. I don't know what the hell I made it to, man. Like I, I didn't. <laughs> Put it like this, man. I didn't have. I had a homegirl from from college. Oh, shit. You made it. You made it out there. You made it. You there. Like shit, man. Yeah. I need some money. I need. Look, man. I need a job. Like I, I, I man, made it out here to. It was. It was hey, a, look. For anybody trying to come out to LA to pursue your dreams, your goals, that's great. That's fine. That's dandy. 
That's great. That's fun. That's dandy. Yeah. But you gotta have a. Uh, you gotta have a. You gotta have a plan. You gotta have faith. You gotta have a stomach for it. Yeah, you definitely gotta have a stomach for it. You gotta be able to just say, "Hey, it is what it is. What it is. Whatever God leads me." You gotta really, for real, become spiritual. Yeah, that's okay. the truth. You know what I mean? So, okay, boom, you out here now. So, so, all right, a homegirl of mine from college, and you know, we I barely I didn't know her. That well, she was Greek too. She's mm. Delta. Shout out to Pinky. The Reds, what's up? So yeah, so I she she we was um I went down to Atlanta for like a little what was it a, a featured extra role mm. for Stomp the Yard too. Really? Yeah. Now I, I used to cut the guy that was in there um, last name Penny. I don't know. Yeah, he was the he was the main he was the lead for Stomp the Yard too. Uh, on which one? The, the, the second one. The, the, the red or the uh, orange? Was, so the Mew Gamma's or the... He was the main guy. The one that was like the lead role. Stomped the yards. But you know what colors he was wearing? I don't remember. Okay. Because okay. I was on, I was with one of them with their fraternity. Mm. They put me in the red, you know what I'm mm, saying? Like, okay. you know. The, okay. But, you know, it wasn't crimson cream, but, you know, it was like this red and so, yellow so, type. Okay, of okay, okay. But I was like, all right, man, y'all got me in the, you know, mm -hmm, the right mm -hmm, colors anyway. Mm -hmm. So, um... Yeah, they uh, I'm, I saw her on the uh, set, and she was like. So hold on a minute, you first moved out here, and you were able to get on that. No, set? that was that was before then. Okay. That was this was like in '09. Mm. So I saw her, and she was like, "Yo, so when you gonna stop playing and come out here to uh, L.A.?" Mm. And then I was like, "Man, I'm trying to come out there for real." You know what I mean? This like, is yeah, still like I was still halfway in, halfway right, out. Right, right, right. And then she was like, "Okay." I was like, "Man, like if I come out there, you gonna let me sleep on your couch?" Mm. And then she was like, "Yeah." She was like, I'm, I'm, I'm serious, yeah. And I was like, okay, mm -hmm. all right. Mm -hmm. So I was like, as I'm scrambling, you know, after I bought this ticket mm -hmm. with nowhere to go, I was like, she did say, she, she said I could sleep on that, on that couch, on, on the floor or something, you know what I mean? Like, so I hit up, yo, can I sleep on the couch? Is the couch still good? She said, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I, I was like, all right, cool. There you go. I, I talked to her back in like maybe November, but like January, I was like. Actually, it was like January 26th. I'm like, hey, you still good, right? You know, she was like, yeah. I was like, she she had an answer for a little while. So I was like, oh, man, I don't know if this is going to work, yeah, man. I don't yeah, know if this yeah, is going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'll make it out there, but it might be a trip coming back. Same day, but I was like, all right. She hit back. She, she answered the phone and was like, yeah, yeah, you could do that. Hold on. Where y'all going? Talking to her roommates. Why the roommates was moving out that day mm. when I called? Mm. She was like, yo, well, if you're trying to come here, uh, it look like my roommates are moving. What? You might can take their room. You want their room? I said, hell yeah, I want their room. Got a room just like are that. for real? Man, I came there the first night, slept on her couch. They were still moving out. And then by three days later, uh, I want to say February 1st. Yeah, February 1st is when I technically moved in. So that's when I say that's when I, I moved to Los Angeles. What I realize in some people is that they figure they can leave at the right time. Ain't no right time. It's man. never going to be a right time. Ain't no right time at all. I mean, I'd be damned if you actually think you, you, like, you write out the plan. And I swear, as soon as you get past, you know what I mean, point A, you, you, you just go to like all type of little different directions. The plan gets abandoned, yeah, man, you know. Yeah. And you, you start to see, like, man, all right. This is, like, like I said, you know, that's when the real pledge begins. Like, if you really got the stomach for it, 
like like I said, I blew my money the first time. As soon as I got here, because I was hoping to stay on her couch for a little while, mm. so I could just kind of keep the money I had. Mm. You know what I mean? Much, how much was the rent that you paid her? It was well, I paid it to uh, the the landlord. Ended up finding out the house was in foreclosures the whole time. We was paying money, pissing into a well that you know mm. like didn't really keep the. But how place. many how many months were you there though? I stayed for like a whole year though. So it was cool. Okay. So I was like, I, I didn't care either way. You know what I mean? I'd right, give you my right. money. It was 500 bucks. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Like you for said, it was like- For a room in a house. It was like, for a room in a house. And it was like, it, man, it was a, a definite, de- a big hu- hustle right there. Cause it was like seven of us mm. in, the, in the in the townhouse. Mm. And it was rough, man, but- But it was interesting. It was interesting, man. But it was interesting, it was, I bet you it was, it was exciting. The fact that, yeah. yeah, the fact that you're out here, you're in a new area, you're in a room, like this is something that you would never be on in Chicago. Man. In a room of six other people paying rent. Like, Dude. what? Dude. Like, that type of stuff doesn't happen back to career. You know what I'm saying? It, 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 it doesn't. It so, doesn't. And I mean, you, you wouldn't even feel comfortable trying to do it, but everybody out here is just like on that, it's on that 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 same type of path. They, they like it's, it's nothing. Like, are you are you trying to grind or what? You say yeah. you're trying to get a dream, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. So what's what, what's the problem? So <laughs> you're in this place. Boom. So, now now what? In this place, blew the money and didn't have nothing else to do, and so like immediately, I'm like sitting there in a room with nothing. Like I brought. A computer, bag of clothes, and a big ass Chicago jacket, which you know was useless at this point. And I'm sitting in an empty room where actually I had an air mattress at that point. Computer was on the floor, and uh, I'm just looking like, man, like I don't, I don't know what I got myself into. Like, but it's like that's when you have to figure it out, like figure it out. And mm-hmm. from that point on. You know, it was a lot of hardships, man. You know, I went through a lot of stuff that ideally was the best thing to go through because it gave me all the substance for, which would later become the show that I, I put together, you know. Um, now, it, it was just all material for it, man. Mm-hmm. It was like the life lessons. It was like the hardships. It was like the bitter, the bitterness of being an actor and not getting to a place where you want to be and you know the the moments of you know wanting to give up and and, and go back home and you know I, I I tell people that the first two years out here are the hardest years. Man, the first two years are the hardest years. If you can make it past the first two years, then you know what I'm saying you have a chance. You have a fighting chance of still sticking around. Dude, now after you got out here, you started landing. Did you start landing little roles? Hell no. or the, Nope. Was you working like a regular nine to five job? Man, dude, it, it, I, I tried to hold out with the idea that I'm going to be an actor, right? I'm going to be an actor and I'm going to work off of my craft. Man, that shit got old quick and I was broke and I was like hungry yeah. and there was nothing happening. It, it was just dry. Like, man, who the hell do you think you are, dude? Yeah. Like, no one knows you in this town. Yeah. And I was booking commercials and stuff back at mm-hmm. home and I had little stuff and I had my little credits. People saw me on TV. And everybody was like, dude, who are you? BT what? Like, hell day right, what? Right. Like, that's oh, not shit. a real show. Yeah. It's like, man, I got people, on, and I'm going to these, uh, you know, uh, sit-down meetings with the agencies, and they're like, I got people with real credits here. Mm-hmm. Like, one dude told me that. He was like, man, your your picture's nice, but your your resume ain't nothing. Like, this is coming, <laughs> they, they treating me like 
I'm nothing at this point, man. I, this come from a dude who had been doing this for 10 years, you know, killing it through college with plays and stuff like that. I did fences. I did Troy Max's role. Got high praise for it. Did Hell Day, you know, did all this stuff, getting commercials, booking and all that, and they like, dude, who are you? Right. You're no one out here. Right. You know, so, man. And, that, and by you hearing that, that elevates your game. It elevates your game, but it also humbles you. Yes. It also checks your shit yes. at the door yes. and tells you, like, look, whatever yes. you think you are yeah. and whatever you're trying to be, yeah, yeah you got a lot more to learn. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. welcome yeah. to Hollywood, right. kid. Right. Right. You know what I right. mean? Like, right. 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 you got a lot more climbing right. to do. Right, right. And uh, I was like, damn, okay. So the hunger, yeah, it, it started getting more, but the the bitterness also started to intensify because I was like, I'm not, I'm not getting nowhere, and this mm. is like, this is really. Did you ever? Me. Did you ever get to like a, a dark a dark point? I, I I did, but dark places for me aren't aren't too dark, man. You know, dark places. Cause I got to a dark uh, to a dark point. But dark dark places just isolation for me, man. You know, it's a. Uh, too much of solitude where people just they gotta knock on the door and check if I'm still there like yo you alright yeah yeah where, where you been you mm -hmm. alright and I'm like yeah I'm good mm -hmm. and it's like nah man come up out of here man come up out of here man hey put some clothes on man like you know what I mean cause, mm -hmm. cause I'm just sitting there in yeah. the little corner like mm -hmm. you remember that that role with Denzel when yeah. he was in the hurricane you remember he, he grew out of hair out and was talking to himself oh, you talking shut about up yeah, 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 shut yeah. up you know yeah, what I yeah, mean yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. man I turned into that you know mm -hmm. what I mean that's the dark place but it wasn't like so you know, angry, but it was just like, damn, man. Like, I started looking at other people like, man, like, man, how is he on? Like, how he getting to this place? And I ain't, you know, like, I've been trying. I've been doing this. And they looking like, man, so, man, don't nobody care about you. So, so where did it begin to change for you? And the reason why I'm bringing this up to you, Newt, is because me running into you on the set, that let me know. I mean, like, yeah. you, I'm, I'm, I mean, you own. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. So... Okay, so where did it get to a point where that moment kind of began to change for you? Here's what it is, man. When you get to that place of wherever you're at as far as not getting any progress, you got to get real with yourself and get over yourself mm -hmm. real quick. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I just, I check my shit at the door. I talk to myself. I said, all right, man. All right. You ain't getting any TV shows. You're not getting any movies right now. So do what you know what you can do best. You're going to hit some of this theater. You know what I mean? And I was like, you know, you funny, so let's go ahead and get some of this funny out. So, like, I went up and I, I, I was taking some classes before I left Chicago at uh, the Second City. So I was like, all right, I'm going to go and get in with Second City. And I'm going to perform, and somebody's going to see me through that. You know, like, I'm going I'm to make, make noise because that's what I do. Like, you know, I, I get people to look at what I'm doing by doing a lot of stuff. So uh, I went over there and they were like, yeah, so the class is going to be like $400 a week, a month or something. I was like, I don't have that. What else can I do? <laughs> and, and they was like, well, uh, I don't have that. <laughs> it was like, well, you can do an internship. I said, that sounds like something I can do. Right, right, you know what right, I mean? Right, so right, how do I, how do right, I start that? Right, right, right. Funny shit is, man, they actually had me intern because they, they couldn't find somehow an internship for me to do. Mm -hmm. So they had me intern on a show that was popular every week. Mm. So they said, what you know, just, was it was called Second City This Week. Okay. And they put up a show every week. They would write a show and do it within a week. Out every here. week. Out here. Yeah. Okay. And I was like, okay, bet. So I went over there and I was hoping, all right, maybe they'll see me and ask me to get on the stage. Mm. Never really happened. They mm. were just like, ah, we don't know you, man. Mm. Just uh, work with that guy in the back who's working the cameras. His name was uh, Peter Ailo. Here, here it go. I'm already knowing what you about to. <laughs> 
I've already know where you about to head. Where you, where you about to head with this? But but you know what, man? I know how the story goes. Go ahead. It's funny, man. The little guy in the back. The little guy in the back with the camera was over there. Uh, just um, he probably got he, he, he's, he, he's just he doing doing shit. doing doing the camera for a while. Mm-hmm. Then he he sees me mm-hmm. messing around on Facebook one day because I'm in that little dark space. Cool. I'm in the little dark space being super creative, mm-hmm. and I just started you know I me mean, talking to the camera, just saying silly stuff like, "Man, I'm out here mad and saying all this crazy stuff," and and I was really just joking. And he saw it, he was like, "Yo, man, I watched that little live thing you did the other day and uh." Hey, that was really funny, man. I didn't even know you you, you funny like that. Hey, man, you uh you do this like you you an actor? I was like, yeah, I'm an actor. Like they don't look at me like that, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm an actor. He mm-hmm. was like, well, I got this new show that I'm doing, mm-hmm. and uh, I was wondering if you'd be interested in it. Mm-hmm. Threw me in the show. I actually became one of the more popular ones out of the show. What that show everybody. Was that? What it, show? He had his own show, and it's still running. It's like five years in the, in the running right wow. now. Uh, TMI. Mm. TMI Hollywood and it was like a spinoff of TMZ but mm. on stage and they would rewrite they mm. would do uh, new material every week based on popular pop culture mm. and they do sketches off of that you mm. know when we perform then he had another show he did too called Coons Family Hour which was like a, a 70s uh, show that never made it on the air mm. it was like Family Guy but like dysfunctional mm. uh, with this one fa- like actually like Family Guy meets uh, the, like the Brady Bunch show because it was a family. It was a cartoon? No, it was it was a show, you okay. know. And um, all of the characters in man, everybody was super good, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, I couldn't... You couldn't have stuff. Like, the people he was casting, they were performing in the other show mm-hmm. that they wouldn't let me in on. Mm-hmm. And they were performing in his show. And then there was, like, all the rest of the, like, regular performers that were, like in there doing their thing that I was looking and watching every week like damn they so good mm. I'm on there with them having to prove like cause I didn't even take a class with them yet right. you know what I mean right. I didn't take no class I just went straight on stage mm-hmm. and I've been doing that for years so mm-hmm. I was like oh I'm ready like mm-hmm. you don't know who you just put in mm-hmm. there so they looking at me like man when what do you do this I'm like yes and say now nah, you'll know mm-hmm. and it's all I needed was that opportunity man every week people come and say man you are talented man you, you're good so I'm like alright that's cool but you know what man, year was this? This is like two this is like 2011-2012. But you know, shout out to all of the people I've met there at uh, a Second City, but I started to realize, man, I was like, man, Second City's great. But I'm in a place where honestly, to keep it real, man, I needed more black fan base. I needed a stronger black fan base. I was like, you know, being among this crowd is great. Mm-hmm. But to be honest, there's a balance. Mm. And I'm out here and I have no connection with any of the people. And I came from some black ass places mm. like Atlanta and Chicago. Mm. You know what I mean? So I'm like, that's been my network. They've been my support system. Mm. And I and I I gotta roll with my support system because that's what's gonna keep propelling my career. Mm. And I watched Jamie Foxx say something like that too, you know, like, you know, white people gonna love you, but you know, black people all you they gonna love you when Ain't nobody else loving you. Mm. You know what I mean? And, you know, I may be paraphrasing what he's saying, but like. Yeah, I about to get the point. I get what you're saying. And I was like, man, that's that's true. You mm. know, and not to say, you know, people gonna give up on you, but people gonna give up on you. Mm. And when you get to that place, you gotta know who got your back. And I was like, man, I need my people's support. So mm. I went and I went looking directly. <laughs> I said black theater companies mm. in LA. Okay. And I found Danny Glover's uh, theater company. And it was in LA, mm. and that was called the Roby Theater Company. Okay. 
went down there, started working with people, this just kind of shot me in a better atmosphere too because now I'm over here rolling with people who are like, black, this is black Hollywood. Mm. Blair Underwood mm -hmm. is one of the board of directors over at that uh, mm. theater company. Mm. He's, you know, man, all of these black, you know, stars are coming by. I'm in a production, they seeing me, they're like, man, you're super talented. I met Harry Lennox, you know, I met um, uh, Harold uh, Sylvester. Uh, these are, you know, big TV movie stars, you know, some of them still working, you know. I met, uh, who else I meet? Um, Oba, uh, Babatunde. From, uh, uh, you talking about from uh, Oz and shit? Yeah, I met him. Uh, and a BC. Yeah. 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 Bill Duke, you know, uh, mm. who else? They all come through there. All of these people coming through there. Even Beyonce mama was in the end of one of my shows. And you know, Tommy Davidson was in the crowd one day. I'm looking like, damn, okay. I'm out From here. The, I'm out here. And it's, and it's moving and, and things are happening. And now like stuff starts picking up. But just the way Hollywood works. What's that? It's also slowing down. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like as soon as it pick up, you gotta prepare for the drop off. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because just as fast as you gonna go in one direction, it starts to end and it's like getting a job you work you work a job on set and then after that you know you're not working on set for about three months and this and turned into three years mm. you know like it dried up but in that process i had to get back to work and you know what i mean get and money. then you begin to find out ways of making doing it yourself Which once is, again so it goes back to juju and that's where and that's where this all came about you yeah. know what i mean because yeah. that three year span yeah after things slowed up again, I was I was writing, man. Like it went back to the Clark days where it was just like I went straight to what I knew, mm -hmm. and I started writing my own show. Mm -hmm. So I wrote my own uh, web series, and I was over there, like basically like all this stuff that I went through this whole time. Yeah, all of this, y'all about to find out all of this. But I, I put it in a character that was actually a lot funnier than me. You know, he went through a lot more stuff than I did. Mm -hmm. And I just really beat his ass with some of the stuff that I could have went through that I didn't. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to blame it on somebody. I'm going to blame it on bad luck. I'm going to blame it on, you know, Juju. Mm -hmm. I'm going to blame it on, you know, no, like... Juju? Juju. Juju got a, a couple meanings on it, man. Juju is not just, uh, you know, what most people know. You know, it has a bad mm -hmm. connotation and then it has a good luck connotation to it. So Juju, in this sense, it, it derives from basically, you know, like, I, I don't want to say voodoo, but something like the, the way we understand voodoo mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So it's basically when you when you put some type of uh, emphasis, some spiritual beliefs into like an object. Okay. So basically, if you're saying like, if you ain't got your lucky socks, if you got, you know, you know, your lucky headphones or whatever, you know, then something's gonna happen. So like, you know, if I got this on, everything's good. Without it, it's not. So you you personify and putting things into, uh, beliefs into objects and stuff like that. So in this particular case, the character himself believes that he was hit with some bad juju as a kid and has got like a lot of this stuff that he keeps around him to make sure shit don't break loose because you know, what happened to him as a kid. So just to give you the, the run rundown of what it is, the synopsis of the story, especially a superstitious screenwriter who hits a wall after being cursed in his childhood, and now this voodoo curse is uh, starting to threaten his 
his time out here in Hollywood okay. and might start to hit the fan with um, some things that he has going on. Some plans of being successful. Okay. Now, I've seen when you showed me the trailer. Yeah. The shit looks dope. Appreciate that. The, 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 the product, the, the quality. Appreciate that. It's high quality. Appreciate that. How can, um, so what you showed me was the trailer. Yeah. So how can your fans, people that are interested in what it is that you're doing, how can they go about, um, I guess, coming across and seeing the actual web series of Juju? So you can check out the web series uh, right now. Well, not the web series. You can check out the trailer right now. Uh, The link is igg.me forward slash at. Just send all that to me Four slash, I'm, I'm, I'm throwing it out here for the people yeah, watching too. Okay, yes. Four slash Juju series. Okay. And you know, I mean, it's it's uh it's up there with our uh, Indiegogo crowdfunding page right now. We're actually raising money to shoot all of uh, season one. Pretty much all those uh high quality, you know, elements and aesthetics that we got going on. It there. looks great. It looks great. Like the thing about it is, if when you showed it to me, I was like. And I was looking looking at the quality. I was like, yo, this, this is quality. Yeah. It's you no know, versus it being just some homemade looking shit. This I mean, some for real. What you what you looking at is what they were shooting the movie on. Right, 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 right. And I was able to get my hands on that with a producer. Mm. And but pretty much I did my homework, man. I knew what I wanted. Mm-hmm. You get real, you get real concise on what you need and what you want when you when you're in a place where you don't have. Now, now tell me this. So we ran across each other. Do you have an agent? What? How did you land that job? Okay, so that happened through Juju. Mm. Crazy part is, I'm I'm putting this thing together last. This was last fall. This was around October. Okay. I'm shooting this thing and I and I had my cousin as an AD. My cousin's car broke down and he he couldn't make it on the set. He actually had his own project that he was getting ready to do too. So he's like, I can't I can't AD next week. This is in the middle of us doing, like, we had two weeks that we already mapped out we were going to shoot. So I was like, damn, all right, well, I got to find an AD. Ended up finding a new AD, uh, calling calling a frat, and uh, one of my uh, pro fights, uh, shout out to Marcus, Mo, uh, he, he told me um, he had a guy, which actually ended up being Tech from the real, real world. Okay, okay, okay. So okay. Tech came through. Mm. So Tech came to the set and was looking like... Damn, this you? And I was like, yeah, this me. He was like, but who, who, who working on it? Like, who, who you doing this for? I'm like, this me. He like this. All of this is you. Hit me with one of them. I'm like, all right. He said, man, the whole day he's going through. He was like, man, dude, this is just like the show I'm working on. And mm. it was a show that's uh, out right now called Laugh Tracks mm. uh, with True TV. He was like, man, you know, this is just like that, man. You running it like the way we running our show. Mm. And he was like, man, I would have thrown you on that one, man. If uh, if I'd have known, he was like, man, next season, if, if that come about, I'm going to throw you in. I was like, all right, bet. Mm-hmm. So he made good on the promise this year. Mm. Next season come up, he hit me up and say, Jay, I'm going to get you in on this. Uh, the audition's coming up. Make sure you, you know, take a look at this. So I bet went to the audition, hit that. They were like, "Man, you killed it." A week or two in, or maybe yeah, about two weeks in, the casting director from that project calls me on my birthday. Mm. This is just a couple weeks ago, mm. and was like, "Hey, uh, 
I sent you pretty much an email with a uh, role offer for um, <laughs> for, for a movie. Film, yeah, yeah. Uh, let yeah. me know if you want to accept the offer. Because you kind of you kind of play like his homeboy. I was his homeboy. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, damn, what, what, what? How in the hell did this opportunity just happen? You know what I mean? But at the same time, you know, the way all of that happened, it was just like, man, this was a manifestation all from the idea that happened four years ago. If I hadn't started that idea four years ago, I wouldn't have got to last year where I actually started doing the idea, where I would meet tech, who would then come the next year, put me into something that would now put me on TV with one show and then put me in a movie. And that's how we met. And then that's how we met. <laughs> now, 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 peep the whole, now peep the whole story from, from beginning. You know the whole thing now. You know what I mean? Like, I've been out here hustling and going through hardships, but I wrote my hardships down, decided to shoot my hardships. My hardships started to turn into to, to, to new, you know, success. And that success started to beget more success. And now it's still being successful. Oh, no, listen. This is building on. It's, it's only up from here. Do you understand This what is saying? just the beginning. This is the beginning. We ain't even put season one out yet. Y'all don't even know what the whole season is supposed to look like. Y'all just looking at a trailer. And they haven't even seen you in the movie coming out They ain't even seen you in the movie yet. I mean, this literally just and all look, happened. And look, unless I'm saying, like, the shit looks great. Man. Like, I, like I was right there in Video Village watching it. But, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're yeah. in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. And this is coming out on BET. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Um, and, and this was coming out on BET. I, I, I can't, I don't know if I, we can say the name quite yeah, yet. Nah, nah, nah. So, but, but you know what I'm saying? It's coming out on BET. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be on BET. You know what I mean? So, and. And, and the summer ain't even over. The summer's not over. The year ain't over. The year ain't even over. You know I call it. I call it the second quarter. You know the thing about it is, in the fact that you spoke with me and you was like, "Yo, I put noobs to work." Like, yeah, that's what I love to hear. Yeah, because it's like, what you need from me? You need for me to be on set cutting hair. You need for me, yeah, providing background music. What up? Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a, it's no reason why we shouldn't be out here. You know what I mean? Like, coming together. Absolutely. On the on in the entertainment world, and that's how I even knew from from Brett. Yeah. Was yeah. You, like yo, I'm like what? Anyway, that's a whole other story. It, it, you know, it, that's a whole that's a that's it, a whole really other topic. Is, though, but, you just, know what but, I mean? but, but just to talk about that, yeah. you know, what I mean the frat man. I just wanna I, I wanna shout you out too, bro, because mm-hmm. I mean I support you, man. Like mm-hmm. I said, you know we we talk and build for like a quick second. Yeah. And you tell me, man, I got my own podcast. I said I want to be on it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, with no hesitation. You mm-hmm. didn't, you didn't hear me waste no time because mm-hmm. you know what? I feel like one of the things that we ought to really get down to, kind of just getting past, man, and getting over. Support your people. Yeah. You have yeah. to get into a place where it's not just about you being in the frat with yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. It's about, you know what I mean, you you a black man out yeah. here trying to do something. You yeah. got a dream too. Yeah, I got a dream and, too. And, and to be we honest with you, dreams. so many people, you could be at a, a desk right now, you know, clicking the mouse and, and, and doing t- taxes for somebody. You could be an accountant, but you got a, you got a side dream too. Mm. And a lot of people Talk need to support it. that Talk and stop treating it. people like you can only do one thing mm-hmm. and, and really get to the point where if you really believe in them, Put something behind them and don't ask a question why. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people want to go ahead and get to the point. And I, and I don't want to be preaching and make mm-hmm. it seem like I, I'm not grateful for people. And, 
But stop getting to the point where somebody got to tell you why their dream is justified. Mm. They say, I got something I'm doing. Come in and, and support with no questions asked. I just go off of, I just go off of how, what, what, what God sends my way and what he shows me to do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's how I go off of it. I'm, yeah. just, I'm just a passenger in his car. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So if he's like, listen, interview this guy. You know what I mean? Like, it's the reason why y'all met. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, do this. Like, why hold back? I'm like, bet. Let's do it. Yeah. You know, if he's like, do this movie. Bet. Let's do it. Like, like when I got hired for that movie, two days before that, I didn't even know I was, I didn't know anything about the movie. <laughs> Crazy. I, I got called on Sunday to come work on the movie on Monday. Mm. I didn't know anything about it on Saturday. Damn. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. it's like, Everything happens for a particular reason. Right. It's the fact of us running into each other. Right. And being frat brothers at that. Yeah. Come on, man. And, and like, you know what, man? And, and, that's, and that's one of the things, man. Just paying attention to, you know, the way things happen in, in accordance to, you know, the way God is already talking to you. Yeah. Just be open, man. Like, see the opportunities. Seize the opportunities. If not, if they ain't there, create the opportunity. And then also make the opportunities for other people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I believe more than anything, me doing this right now with my project, it's not really about me, noob. Mm. It's about other people. Mm-hmm. It's about inspiring some other people who yeah. might be watching right now. It's about That's inspiring the people listening yeah. right now. Yeah. It's about inspiring the people who are going to watch. Mm-hmm. You know, and then... You know, giving the person the opportunity like yourself, mm-hmm. if you saying, I got some talent, hey, ma'am, I'm going to give you a lane. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let you drive over here. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, if you crash, you know what I'm saying, I, I, I try and help you out, you know what I mean, before you even get there. But mm-hmm. I'm going to let you I'm gonna let you do your thing. Mm-hmm. So, and then believing in people, man, like, it, it, it's just something when somebody tells you they believe in what you do. That's the biggest encouragement you can ever give somebody sometimes is just believing in them. And, you know, sometimes, you know, like, it's it's a little rough. It, it needs work. You know what I mean? But just say, man, hey, I encourage you, man. Keep doing what you're doing, man. I, I believe, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll get there. If you want that, you'll get there. So, Nuke, tell me this. So what so, so so what all you got in the works right now? What, what's all what's all for the future for you for the next over the next year? What do what you got in line? Uh, well, I mean, to be honest with you, we're going to finish out this first season uh, mm-hmm. of Juju. Y'all get a chance to see these characters come to life. Now, what's Juju coming through? Is it going to be on YouTube? You know what, man? On, like, what do you got? Right now, man, I'm, I'm going the independent route, so I don't know quite yet what it's going to be, man. I'm, I'm actually going to make everybody chase me. You're going to mm. find me, and you're going to pay for it. Mm. You know, you're going to buy this whole season. Mm. Or if not, you know, I got some other plans for it, and we're going to get it out independently, but we're going to make it work. Mm-hmm. Uh, but honestly, you know, it's been too many success stories of, you know, people building it, and they come. So, like, Issa Rae was one of these that kicked it off that shows, you know, I'm going yeah, I'm, I'm to put my own show out on my own and see what y'all think of it. And HBO thought it was great, and they mm. bought our whole season mm. out, you know, and she's on a third one now. that started what, on, H- on uh, YouTube, right? On YouTube, yeah. Mm. From HBO YouTube to now, you know, she, she over here lamping at HBO yeah. headquarters, you know, as one right. of their flagship shows. Yeah. So, yeah. like, we're going we gonna to do the same thing, you know. Probably might be a little different, maybe not, you know. But uh, could be Showtime. Yeah, and, and then I mean, see, I, I got. I mean, it could be. It could be. Uh, uh, it, it could see, be. See, the dope thing about stars. Now, it could be. You know, the dope thing about now is that it's so many different outlets for content. So many different avenues. You got Amazon. 
You got you got um, Hulu. You, know, you, you got, got Netflix. Hulu, you know what I mean? So if even if you were to you know you got Netflix, right? So even if you were to release something through, let's say a Hulu original, yeah. Any, you know what I'm saying? Like that's the dope. I, oh, part I'm down. About, right. Uh, yeah. You 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 want it? Right. Absolutely. Right. Yeah, I got you. Right. You know what I mean? Right. But right. Uh, I mean, part about it. In, in the meantime, yeah, man, you know, this is my time to really kind of show people what I got, man, what I, what I can do. I feel like nobody has been paying attention to me enough, but that's not their fault. That's mine. So I, I own that. I'm going to go ahead and show you why you need to look at me, and I'm going to do it with this show. I got the new show, you know, Laugh, Laugh Mob Live Tracks coming out uh, yeah, so, next month. Okay, so, so September work, 13th. So working fans find that show and they can watch that they can find that one on true tv okay. um that'll be out september 13th and and, I, you're, I, and you're on that episode you're I, on I, that. i've got at least it's like i guess like two to three jokes um it's a comedian who's uh got more than one joke right now and I, i'm hell like we, we still shooting so okay. might be some more so uh but yeah you can see is that they actually running a commercial with me in the commercial right mm. now that you can check out mm. um so yeah that's coming that's coming down the pipe and then the BET movie mm-hmm. soon to hit. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Yeah, October. October. Okay, there it mm-hmm. is. It's right around the corner. Mm-hmm. So yeah, man, I got a few things on the plate right now. Yeah. But I mean, to be honest with you, whatever else is gonna, you know, whatever else God got for me. That's we'll a see. blessing to even. So tell me this, like, did you did you ever think you would be in a, in a movie with Leon? You know what I mean? Did you ever think you'd be in a movie with these like, man? You know what I mean? Like, to, oh, like, to be like honest, old boy Tim, you know saying for Queen Sugar, like. The like Tasha, like Denise from uh, from from uh, um, um, Why Did I Get Married? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, did you ever think you'd just be in a movie like that? I mean, of course, we all have these ideas. Like, yeah, like you know, it was all a part of. You know what's funny is that my girl the other day she asked me a question. She said, "So, did you ever think, you know, do you ever trip off the fact that you moved out here for a purpose and you're actually fulfilling that purpose?" Of being, you know, working on TV and film as a barber, and you know, producing a record with Chris Brown and all, and I, and for me, it's like I, I I look at it like it's just a part of my life. Mm-hmm. It's just me. Like I, I like if anything, I thought about this probably five years ago. You know what I mean? Yeah. So for now, it's just me just going to the to work. Yeah. You know what I mean? So for you, like I said, me seeing you in Video Village on the screen doing your thing, like. This is big shit. Like yeah. you're, like you're on, Like I seen it. You it's know huge. what I'm saying? Like this isn't like yeah. no hell day shit. It's not. This is for real. Like it's a, not. You know what I mean? But, um, but you know what? Um, I to answer your question, I've seen myself in a movie with Denzel. I've mm. seen myself in a movie with Will Smith. Mm. I see I see myself in a movie with with De Niro and and Pacino. I, I see my, myself up there in in the top echelon of talent. So. Mm. Did I see myself in this movie? Absolutely. <laughs> I've seen myself in, in far more than that. You know what I right, mean? Right, but right. soon, soon we will all see. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. to be honest with you, man, I, I, I'm fearless. Well, I, I guess I'm fearless I, in I, that regard. Listen, I guess for me, because I, you know, being here at the shop and then getting that call, I'm thinking, you know, and then like, yeah, we got an actor coming in. And I'm like, oh, okay, you know, and and to show up and yeah. it's like it's you. Like for me, it's looking at it like, oh. He's on. Yeah, he's on. Yeah. He's on. And like that's what I, that's what my thought was. And I don't want to change that. You feel me? <laughs> and I'm not gonna let you. you know I'm saying? not gonna change that for you. You, you are absolutely <laughs> right. I am. I am. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm like he's on because if he's if he's on if he's if he's casted in this in this yep. and he's doing his thing he's on absolutely and then. 
trip off this, right? So the other day, when I was cutting up uh, Leon, and yeah, and it was me and him in the I room. I see, you, man. You've been getting crispy too. Yeah, you man. Gotta appreciate look real that. Good in the picture. And, and, and and it was me and him in the room, and I'm like, yeah, man. I'm just, you know, I'm just trying to just, you know, I'm just trying to just get in. And he looked at me, you know, he was like, "You already in? You in?" And I had to look at him like. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's one of those things where I'm just a regular cat from St. Louis, man. Stop believing that. You feel me? Like, I'm, I'm like, I'm out here. I'm in the barbershop, but I had this other world of doing that, too. So it's like I begin to kind of I don't know how to, like, mix the, the two. I guess I do. I do. But I'm kind of like. It's simple. You know, it's simple. It starts with the thought. Mm. Believe that. You're more than what you think you are. Right, right, right. I think that's what it is. Believe, believe whatever you think that scares you the most. Mm. Believe, like, man, whatever that is, like, you know, like, it's, man, what if I was this world-renowned, mm. whatever. Mm. Believe it. Like, dare yourself to believe some shit that's like, mm. like, what the hell is that? You know what I mean? Like, man, I did that. I was at, I was working my, my shitty jobs. I was working at T-Mobile, and I was like, no, nah, I'm an actor. Just came in one day. So I'm an actor. You know what I mean? That's what the hell I am. You know what I mean? You work T-Mobile too? I mean, I work T-Mobile. I work, I work T-Mobile man, too. Man. Back in St. Louis, I work for T-Mobile. Look, I, I work. I came out. You was working T-Mobile out here? I worked everything out here, listen, man. I was you want to throw a listen, job out? Listen, I'll tell you if I did listen, it. Listen, I was working at Walgreens. Okay, um, I didn't work at Walgreens. I worked at Walgreens for a year and a half when I came out here. Walgreens. Clean up. Jason, we need uh, we need cleanup in aisle five. Yo, we gotta get back to that too, man. How how we gonna how we forget? You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, <laughs> I was gonna say because yeah, my name Jason too. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? How my we how Jason we too. how we forget this? My name Jason too. How we you forget? How we go this whole time and not even break that out? Like. We not only meet up with frat brothers, got the same damn same name. first name. Because yeah, I, I look know, on the I call know, sheet, and I'm like... Jason Pettis. Jason. Okay, yeah, yeah, all right. That's me. Damn, you know what yeah. I mean? And then they, they talk it, and they call them both by names yeah. at the same time. We both turn it back. Yeah. So how we get past yeah. that, too? Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, but, tell me, so tell me this. So how can people reach you? They want to get you, like, they, they, they hear this... This podcast, this episode, and they want to like, yo, I want to cast them in a movie. How can people reach you and and, and, and contact you and, you know, um, yeah, how can they contact you? Uh, well, I mean... And also, what information could you give an uh, inspiring actor, actress, um, motivation for them to, you know I mean, move forward in, in their career and what it is that they're trying to do? Uh... Simplest thing, believe in yourself or pack your shit up and leave. Mm. That's the motivation. You know what I mean? Like, don't waste your own time. Mm-hmm. Stop playing around. Do it. Uh, <laughs> I guess that's real blunt, but I mean, I'm being honest. Mm-hmm. Um, outside of that, I mean, but like I said, believe in some stuff that scares the, the hell out of you, man. Believe that you you actually what you said you're gonna be and who you say you are, mm-hmm. and uh, and go go conquer it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess you could reach me. Um, Social media platforms, you know, at Jason underscore uh, Mims on IG, and then Facebook Jason Mims, and then for booking details, you could you could reach my agents. Um, now, how'd you go about getting an agent? Man, that's that's a hustle asked, on its own. Some folks are asked that question. So how do I get an agent? It's a hustle on its own, man. You know, submit, but um, 
be bold with that too because i mean they're gonna be they're gonna be in your face and tell you what you don't have and tell them look man if, if an 18 year old could come out here and book a movie and be the next michael bay whoever superstar man i could be one too so like stop telling me about what everybody has versus what i'm giving you right now and what i have and you got to believe like you whatever you are is enough mm. uh so hit that hit that whatever channel it is I, I don't really recommend doing all the mail-in submissions for agencies and everything. Uh, everything's going to digital. Uh, so, mm. I, you know, I did a lot of email submissions to people, you know. Mm. And, and be defiant, man. Like, they tell you not to mail or email. Do that shit anyway. Because mm. it's your career. Mm. Like, why, why are you playing by the rules? Mm. You know, you want to win, right? Mm. So it's like, you know, go go after it any way you can. And once you get in the door, apologize. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean? But don't be outside the door, you know, saying how sorry you are. Because you, you're right. You are sorry. And you ain't going to get in the door. So get in and then say, hey, man, sorry about that email. But uh, I just needed right. to get to you. Yeah. And yeah. that's really the hustle, man. Let the hustle become the hunger. And uh, feed yourself off of the passion. So, you know. That's that's pretty much what it is for me, and y'all can catch Juju at Juju, yeah. uh, the series. That's uh, uh, the IG for that, and then um, you could check out Facebook Juju the series as well, uh, and then hashtag Juju hashtag Juju uh, series. Um, but also check out that Indiegogo. We need some donations. Mm. I need y'all to drive fun into this page. I love y'all for supporting me, but I need y'all to put some money behind this. Um, it's, it's super important, like I was saying. If y'all believe in me. Y'all investing not only in me, but the opportunities that will come from this. Mm. So put put some money down on that and help us uh, build this platform. We are we have 15 days left for the campaign, mm. uh, so we at a halfway mark. We almost have 15 percent of being funded of mm. the 60,000 that we're trying to reach. Mm. Uh, so I, I'm just you know I'm asking for you all to throw some hail mary uh, prayers in there with some money uh, as well. So we can get there and, uh, yeah, believe in the person who's next to you who say, you know, I got a good idea. And don't just, uh, you know, blow smoke up there. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Or, or don't give them a pump fake because a lot of people, been y'all been hitting me with these pump fakes. I've been saying that lately. Uh, that's when you say, hey, man, send me the link for the, uh, hey, I saw the link and then I'm going to go ahead and put something there, there today. And then you go over to the page and there ain't nothing on there. So uh, how, how, much could somebody put, <clears throat> how much could somebody put How much somebody put in? Man, you could go anywhere from we got twenty five dollar perks all the way to ten thousand. Mm. If your heart so moves, you put the ten thousand down first, and uh, we'll talk about the twenty five dollars later. But <laughs> uh, no, nah, like you know, we got perks, you know, all the way from twenty five, fifty, one hundred, two hundred, five hundred, a uh, thousand, two thousand, and five thousand, and ten thousand. Okay. So and it, and it goes <clears> towards what you get a you it goes toward the project first of all. You know, you get. Um, you get to help us with production costs, uh, the overhead for, you know, the camera, the crew, um, any production rentals, uh, the makeup artists, you know, background extras, you know, paying the extras, uh, make sure we got crafty, make sure we got insurance and permits and uh, wardrobe and things like that. All of this stuff costs people. You know, even if I want to get Jason over here, mm. if I want to get Skip mm -hmm. over here to do uh, the haircuts, mm -hmm. this man need his money. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, he ain't coming over there for nothing. Mm -hmm. So uh, we're, we're doing all that. And, and and the best way to tell somebody you respect them is to pay them. Mm. You know, like you respect their craft, put some money down for them. Mm. You know, and, 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 I, and, I, and I know sometimes you got to ask for favors, but put some money down with it if you yeah. can. Whatever it is, you know, yeah. it may not be much, but put something down. You yeah. know, just let them know, and man, I respect you. Yeah. Here's yeah. some money. Yeah. 
Now, yeah. can we please get you to do two yeah. weeks off of twenty five dollars? Yeah. Hey y'all, make sure y'all definitely go check out Juju, the please. web series. The the trailer is it on YouTube? It's on YouTube, but uh, trailer is dope. Go to go to the Indiegogo page first. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Make sure y'all go to that. We need y'all to visit that, but it's yeah, on it's yeah. on YouTube. You but I'll post that link and do all this on the description and everything. Like Absolutely. Noob, I appreciate you. Man, I, I appreciate you, you yes, man, sir. for yes, real. Sir. And yes, I believe sir. in you, bro. Yes, sir. And I want to see this. Uh, yeah. I want to see this takeoff because when we both revisit this yeah. sometime in the future, yeah. we're gonna be looking yeah. back, like, laughing. Like wow, man. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. This is in the archives. This mm-hmm. is this one's in the pages right yeah. here. So yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. Let's do the damn thing. 2018. For sure. for sure, yes, sir. And until next time, I want to say peace. And make sure y'all go. And check out the Lounging with Skip podcast on IG. Check out that page. Add me, follow me, whatever. And, uh, you know, stay tuned. Until next time, peace.